Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Let's get started. To add your voice to the conversation, be it to ask a question, share an opinion, or even suggest a topic for future discussion, you can call or text the Tech Mobility Hotline. That number, 872-222-9793. Or you can email the show, talk at techmobility.show, and that is talk at techmobility.show. From the Tech Mobility News Desk, I start with a question. Do you live near an active rail line? The reason why I ask is that a recent report estimates trains carrying toxic chemicals run past millions of people, including in major population hubs. And you're probably thinking East Palatine, Ohio, and you would not be wrong. The problem with that is a lot of times in those manifests, first responders are not informed as to what they're dealing with relative to the hazardous chemicals on that train, meaning they're ill-equipped to handle it should a derailment happen like in East Palatine. Less than a year ago, a disastrous train derailment sent a massive plume of dangerous chemicals billowing over East Palatine, Ohio, startling the town of nearly 5,000 residents and onlookers nationwide. At any given moment, More than an estimated 3 million people are unknowingly at risk as toxic trains full of a hydrogenly combustible and carcinogenic chemical used to make plastic moves between the chemical coast in Texas and New Jersey. The report published by by Toxic Free Future, an environmental health research and advocacy group, and Material Research, a group researching toxic pollution and inequity, created a map estimating a regular route for nearly 36 million pounds of the chemical vinyl chloride. In this case, the path starts with the oxyvinyl plants in Texas, a leading producer of the substance to factories in New Jersey. The toxic chemical is normally used in polyvinyl chloride products, plastic materials including pipes, cable coatings, and packaging materials. The biggest problem we have is not knowing in that derailment at East Palatine, they made the unfortunate decision to burn off the chemicals. Had they known what they were dealing with, they wouldn't have done that. As a result, people are dealing with health issues now that they're going to have to monitor in that town, in some cases, for the rest of their lives. They didn't know. Throughout any day, more than 200 rail cars filled with the chemical are moved across nearly two thousand miles of u.s railways including through major population centers the report said let me stop right here let me take you back about 10 or 15 years it happened in canada back then about 10 to 15 years ago the big issue then was because of the growth of the oil fields namely the back in oil shale field up in north dakota and to a lesser extent, the Permian Basin in Texas, they didn't have the pipeline, so they were moving all that crude oil by rail. In the case of that little town in Canada, one of these unit oil trains derailed and took out the downtown, killed 40 people. They didn't know. Typically, railroading is generally safe, but derailments do happen. And the biggest challenge we've got right now 
is not that derailments will happen, but having first responders be equipped with the information they need and, if necessarily, the training they need to handle these toxic chemicals so the public will be safe. That's the issue at hand. That is really the bottom line essence. If you know what you're dealing with, then you know how to resolve the issue. If you don't know what you're dealing with, you're making calls and judgments based on incomplete, inaccurate, or God forbid, just plain wrong information. Not good. According to these folks in the know, they believe another environmental health disaster is just waiting to happen. (laughs) I believe the Wall Street Journal publishes every week a number. Last week's number was roughly 234,000. That number represented the number of rail cars moved in the United States of America during the previous week. 200,000 plus. Now, in fairness, they're all not all tank cars, but they're commodities. Everything from grain to chemicals, from oil to to Whatever you can imagine, if it could be shipped and its commodity is probably going by rail if it's going at volume. We're not even talking about (laughs) the unit container trains that come from the ports of L.A. and Long Beach heading into the country and what might be in those containers. That's a whole nother conversation that we are not ready to have because you don't know. You don't know. And that's part of the problem. We really need to make some changes here so that the people who need to know do know. The people who need to be trained on how to handle this stuff are trained. And that the railroads step up. They step up. In December, the Environmental Protection Agency launched a formal evaluation of the risks of vinyl chloride, a process that could take at least three years. (laughs) And believe it or not, the EPA had the nerve to say this, that it would study whether or not the chemical poses an unreasonable risk to human health or the environment. Yeah, right. Let me tell you this, vinyl chloride is a known human carcinogen associated with liver, brain, lung, and breast cancer, and other health problems that can be deadly if inhaled. Translation, they burnt the stuff off, put it into the air, last place you want to put it. Short-term exposure to the colorless gas can cause dizziness, drowsiness, and headaches. And this is according to the EPA. Some cancer-related health impacts may take decades to appear and may be unique enough that doctors overlook them because everybody's chemistry is different. And how you respond to the same inputs are different from what you might how your body might react to somebody else might react for the same exposure. This is what's going on right now. Railroads cannot guarantee there won't be derailments. The shipment of vinyl chloride monomer has damaged communities already. I don't know if this will make you feel any better. Here's a quote from a spokesperson for the Association of American Railroads, which is all the big class ones, by the way, if you were wondering. More than 99.9% of all hazmat moved by rail reaches its destination without a release caused by a train accident. There is so much to unpack right there. Number one, why are we moving this stuff via rail through major towns? Number two, uh, is this stuff identified? Does anybody know what this stuff is, how to deal with it? 
And, you know, in that one tenth of one percent, when it does happen, how are we prepared? It does not give me comfort that 99.9% gets there safely. I want to know, first of all, what you're doing out there. Number two, are the people who need to know informed about it? Chances are they probably aren't. Because railroads, when they were built, most of these lines were built over 150 years ago. Population centers have changed. Some of these go through right through major cities because that's where the passenger routes went. Some of them are out in remote towns. And if it derails out there in the middle of nowhere, does the, does the uh, emergency first responders in that small town community have the resources to deal with what just got dropped in their lap? Do they even know? Are they even prepared? Are there resources available to help them? 99.9% of all hazmat moved by rail reaches its destination without a release caused by train accident. I know they said that to make me feel better. It actually doesn't. Because I'm like, how much is that? Anyway. You are listening to the Tech Mobility Show. Are you tired of juggling multiple apps and platforms for meetings, webinars, and staying connected? Look no further than AONMeetings.com, the all-in-one browser-based platform that does it all. With AON Meetings, you can effortlessly communicate with clients, host virtual meetings and webinars, and stay in touch with family and friends, all in one place and for one price. Here's the best part. You can enjoy a 30-day free trial. It's time to simplify your life and boost your productivity. AONMeetings.com, where innovation meets connection. Get started today and revolutionize the way you communicate. Social media is the main place to be these days, and we are no exception. I'm Ken Chester, the Tech Mobility Show. If you enjoy my program, then you will also enjoy my weekly Facebook videos. From my latest vehicle reviews to timely commentary of a variety of mobility and technology-related topics, these short features are designed to inform and delight you. Be sure to watch, like, and follow us on Facebook. You can find us by typing the Tech Mobility Show in the search bar. Be sure to subscribe to our Facebook page. Social media is the place to be these days, and we're no exception. I'm Ken Chester of the Tech Mobility Show. If you enjoy my program, then you will also enjoy my weekly Instagram videos. From the latest vehicle reviews to timely commentary on a variety of mobility and technology-related topics, these short features are designed to inform and delight you. Be sure to watch, like, and follow us on Instagram. You can find us by typing the Tech Mobility Show in the search bar. For those of you that listen to podcasts, we have just the one for you. Hi, I'm Ken Chester. Tech Mobility Topics is a podcast where I upload topic-specific videos each week. Shorter than the full show, these bite-sized programs are just the thing, particularly if you're interested in a particular topic covered on the weekly radio show. From Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many podcast platforms in between, we got you covered. Just enter Tech Mobility Topics in the search bar wherever you listen to podcasts. 